You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. We have someone new to introduce to you today, and I'm super excited. Yay! Uh, (laughs) The family is growing, and if you've been listening maybe on the weekends or in the afternoons, you might have caught the the sounds, the, the, the dulcet tones dulcet of, tones. of uh, the Reverend James Cleland, um, Pastor Cleland. Welcome to the coffee hour. Thank you. It's good to be here. So recently uh, we had an opportunity here at KFUO and we got this nice message from Pastor James Cleland and shared uh, a little bit about himself. And uh, we said, come be part of our team. Yay. And we are so glad to have you here. So excited to have you here uh, because you bring a great skill set. And we think that it's just a a wonderful benefit to not only our team, but to our listeners as well. So we thought today we would introduce Pastor James Cleland and learn more about you. So this is your life. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not really that kind of game, but we might ask some pressing questions. Sounds good. Like, who is <laughs> Who is the Reverend James Cleland? Where do you where'd you come from? Man, that's that's a long story, but mostly Texas. Mostly, so, yeah, mostly Texas. We, tech, we love Texans. On Texans are great. We're we're exceptional, as you know, um, except for our power grid recently. But <laughs> well, that's exceptional too. It's a different kind of exceptional. Yes. Yeah, I'm that kind of exceptional. But yeah, so I, I hail from uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. I was a uh, a pastor and vicar at Solthurst Lutheran Church in the Colony, Texas, and uh, just graduated from the specific ministry pastor program at Concordia, and decided I want more of that. So I'm I'm now at the MDiv program at Concordia Seminary, um, one of the a group of three from from SMP that are are trying that on for size this year. So excited. I- I need to know where the colony Texas is. That sounds like an exotic place. It sounds exotic. It's the most boring place. In the world. <laughs> but, oh, sorry, Texans. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, north of Dallas, near Carrollton, Plano, etc. Um, it's actually a lot of fun. I love the colony. But, yeah, very good. We we have a lot of proud Texans on our staff, so well, that's we are that's very fair. proud. Like, yeah. what should we ask our Texans to do right now if they're listening? Uh, should they honk? No, we don't want to like yeah, well, scare people. Hopefully, off the road. they're Aggies too, and, the, and they'll just say "gig them." Um, oh they, can, they can eat some queso for me. I miss queso right now, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So you mentioned the SMP program for our listeners who aren't familiar with yeah. SMP and all of those acronyms that we love to throw out in the LCMS. Uh, yeah, can you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, the Lutheran alphabet. Can you explain what the SMP program is? <laughs> SMP is a specific ministry program. So um, you might be familiar with the MDiv program where seminarians are at the seminary and then they go off and do vicarage and then they come back. Well, I did my vicarage, two years of vicarage, while taking online courses and traveling to St. Louis a couple weeks a year for intensive courses. So the the benefit of the SMP program is you you get a bunch of guys who maybe are bivocational or in their second career and are really boots on the ground doing ministry while they're learning about ministry. So it's a really cool way um, to become ordained and and get involved as a pastor. And and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, some people will say that the 
MDiv route is the preferred route. I, I think both are preferred routes. And if you can do both, awesome, uh, which I'm doing. But um, it just there's pros and cons to each way of doing it. And I loved, loved doing the SMP program. So what did you learn in this program that's been valuable? What are some of the the highlights, the keys of this program? Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I really appreciated all of the Lutheran distinctions um, that you learn through seminary in general. But just, you know, um, distinguishing between law and gospel was just a beautiful concept and thing to practice and learn while doing youth ministry and being a Lutheran school teacher, et cetera. Um, and then there were amazing classes. Uh, uh, Pastor Jim Marriott, which you guys might have heard of before, <laughs> is amazing. And I had a, a worship class with him where I learned about liturgy and, and, and how it works and, and telos and pulling at, at people's hearts, if you will, and pointing it, it towards Christ. But I was spending a lot of my time in an English classroom, and it was just amazing taking those lessons and adding liturgy to a, a English classroom classroom at a Lutheran school. I was just beautiful. So it, it was fun um, being bivocational and a pastor. It was really cool. So <clears throat> you've been a, a an SMP student yep. and now pastor. And before that, you mentioned you were a teacher. Yeah. What are some of the other things that you've done that that uh, or <laughs> that, that you've gotten to do in your exciting life, or exciting Man, careers? It's It's been kind of crazy the uh, past 20 some odd years. Um, right out of college, I went into to teaching at the various Christian schools, um, but then got kind of pulled into the summer camp community, which I had done off and on during college. And that became my career for quite some time. I, I, I ran uh, Christian summer camps in, in Texas and New England um, and eventually made it back to Texas and pulled back into education while at the same time uh, becoming a vicar and doing youth ministry. I mean, I've been all over the place lately, but it, it's Every step of the way, there's been pastoral care. That was kind of the theme in every job I did and what, what I kept getting pulled to. And I should have just listened to my mother decades ago and <laughs> just gone to the seminary because <laughs> you know, I am a pastor. That's, it's, it's so beautiful that I'm, that I'm getting to do that. So, yeah. It's funny how your parents are right and you don't realize it until you're I, in your uh, late 20s, yeah, early 30s. My mom's not listening because she doesn't need to hear that she was but there, right. there are so many <laughs> valuable things. You, you just pointed out there were so many things that were pastoral care. Think of how much you learned during that time. Oh, too, though. yeah. It was amazing. Um, just even the summer camp stuff, the, the programming games and things with a mindset towards proclaiming the gospel. That's a cool perspective. And bringing that into a church and bringing that into adult ministry it kind of throws adults for a loop sometimes, but then they, they eat it up. They love it. So, yeah, yeah. So you're a native Texan, but you, you mentioned New England. That's really far away from Texas. How did you end it up is. in New England? <laughs> I, uh, you know, I was I was looking for a, a camp. I was trying to, you know, become maybe a, an executive director or something like that. Oh. And there was an opening at just a, an awesome camp in New England uh, in the Berkshires, uh, Western Massachusetts. And it had uh, started as like a Jewish girls camp in like the 1920s. But then in the 70s, it was bought by a ministry and turned into a, a Christian camp. And it was just, you know, your idyllic. Uh, if you were going to film a movie for a summer camp, this was the camp. Uh, <laughs> just beautiful little cabins, or, you know, in a ring around a lake. It was just it was amazing. But it gets cold there, even in the mm -hmm. summer. I didn't expect that. So 
Welcome to New England. <laughs> New England. Yeah. Especially coming from Texas. So all of these all of these ministry focused things that you that you've done. What are some of the other maybe more mm, I don't know about random, but but some of the other things on the on the edges of of, of life that you also enjoy yeah, doing? Yeah. I'm a random guy, so there's a lot of random. But um Welcome to the club. Past, yeah. <laughs> past five years ago, off and on, I've been running a podcast called God Geeks. Um, and it started with my, my friend, Pastor Bill Brimer down in Texas, and we would just, you know, talk uh, movies, music, uh, comic books, all kinds of things, and just uh, explore how theology is, is really everywhere. Um, and it was just beautiful talking. To, and, and we started that when I started SMP. So a lot of the classes I was taking, learning about Lutheran distinctions and whatnot, we'd work into the conversations. Um, so that, that was a lot of fun doing podcasting. Um, other random stuff about me. I love Lego. Um, yes. that's the correct term Lego, not Legos. Uh, <laughs> I am obsessed with Lego. Um, my wife is a, a bit, um, patient with that whole obsession. <laughs> Our entire storage unit is Lego. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's gotten out of hand, but I still, you know, I've always been obsessed with that. So, so if the plural is Lego is the singular leg it should be, but <laughs> I think the plural is Lego bricks. Does oh, that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I say Legos all the time. Because then Everyone when I does. One, I know what to you know call what scream, it yeah. if it's just one. <laughs> Stepped on a leg eye. <laughs> <laughs> it happens frequently in our household. <laughs> Me too. Me Barefoot, too. Legos. It's parent hazard. That's right of sure. passage. That's yeah. right. Right. Well, I think... Um, you can hear the excitement in Sarah's voice that she's so happy to have another multi-potentialite on the team here. It's at true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of our thing here on the coffee hour to be multi-potentialites. We get to explore all kinds of different things and, and talk it's with fun. people from all kinds of different yeah. backgrounds. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, we want to talk about some of your favorites okay. uh, things here in just a little bit as well. Um, before we go to the break, though, I want to let folks know where they can hear you. I know you're doing a lot of behind the scenes things here at KFUO, but they can also hear you on the weekends as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Come join you for some sacred music on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, so listen to KFUO on the weekends and hang out with Pastor Cleland. Yeah, love to have you. All right. Well, let's take. Uh, let's just go ahead and take a, a short break now. We'll come back and we'll get to favorites in just a little bit. What do you think, listeners? What do you think, Pastor Cleland's favorite food is? Uh, being from Texas, can you can you guess what his favorite food is? We I mean, will find out here in just a moment. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. 
Today, we are introducing Pastor James Cleland. He's new to the team here at KFUO. You can catch him on weekends and in the afternoons as well, sharing sacred music with you. Uh, He's also doing a lot of behind the scenes things as well. Right now, really learning the ropes and uh, learning about the technology stuff. Has anything just uh, terrified you yet? There are a lot of buttons, flashing buttons. And, And the problem is when I see a flashing button or a light, I want to press it. And that, that's not always a good thing with radio. So That is very true. The, the, yes, there are lots of buttons, lots of switches and things in front of us. And uh, it's, it's nice to be in the studio uh, a little more frequently here lately and being able to actually use those instead of a mouse to make those things work. Um, let's talk about some of your favorite things. You already mentioned you love Lego. Yeah, yeah. And Lego being plural, um, that's a, something that I learned. And that must be part of your teacher nature as well, because you're a teacher too. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to go first and ask my favorite question of favorites. <laughs> favorite food. Favorite food. I've debated this a lot, and, and, and it takes a lot of practice to figure out your favorite food. Um, I think it's crawfish. Boiled crawfish. Whoa. But you would you would think like the the you know Creole style mm-hmm. Louisiana style, but no, I like the Vietnamese style boiled crawfish from Houston, Texas. Hmm. So it's like it's bathed in butter and lemon pepper and ginger and garlic. Well, of course, it's, it's amazing. It's who, it's the most amazing thing in the world. But yeah. who wouldn't love that bathed in butter? Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably my favorite. What is, Plus, what is I don't know Tex Mex food probably. Yeah. I, I was expecting the Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex answer being from Texas. <laughs> what does crawfish well, yeah. actually taste like? I've never actually had crawfish, but I'm from the north. <laughs> it's like lobster meets shrimp, huh. if that makes sense. And usually pretty spicy with, with, with all the herbs and things. So hmm. Yeah, that's fair. We're going to have to bring that in the studio. Someday I, I will it. get some crawfish. There's a place down the road that, that it's actually mm-hmm. my favorite crawfish place from Texas huh. has a location in Olivet. No so when crawfish is in season, we'll get some. Wow. Fantastic. Which is what? When is crawfish? Oh, is that February? January to April, sometimes May, June, if you live closer. But Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Around, around uh, uh, Mardi Gras is usually a good time. Oh, yeah. That would, that makes sense. All mm. right. Next, next one. What is your favorite? I'm going to do this one. What's your favorite hymn? And this is a question that I never ask anybody but we we ran it by you first so i feel okay asking you your favorite hymn <laughs> yeah i have i have a new favorite hymn and it's it's thy strong word <sighs> and, and the main reason is uh i think it was a year and a half ago i was at concordia seminary for an smp intensive week mm-hmm. and my friend uh frank hart pastor frank hart sang thy strong word and he's he's an old hard rocker from like the eighties. He was in a, a Christian hard rock band and he had all the long hair and all that stuff. So he gets up in Concordia Seminary Chapel and starts singing uh, thy strong word, but in like a contemporary rock and roll kind of way. And I think that's cool. And there was just this juxtaposition with, with the chapel and more traditional way of doing things. But then for the, the second verse, uh, Pastor Marriott came on the organ and it was just the most beautiful traditional take on it. I was like, oh, I couldn't get better than that. But then in the third verse, they came in together and it was organ with with electric guitar and a classic hymn. And I just got major chills. And ever since then, it's been my favorite, favorite hymn. That is amazing. I I wonder if there's a recording of that somewhere online because I want to experience this. I'm going to have to ask. We'll just have to get them to do it again. Or or that. that, Yeah. You have to sing it boldly. Oh, yeah. There's. 
Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know what it would sound like sung a little more subtly. But, no, uh, you have to. Well, and that hymn has such a tradition at Concordia Seminary too. It's like it is their hymn, and it's sung yeah. all the time at the seminary. So that that makes a lot of sense. Do you have Do you have other favorite hymns? Because you said that was your new favorite. I'm curious what your other favorites have been. Also, I I love. Any hymn that's kind of a little updated with like a folksy riff to it. Ah, yes. So, you know, like a classic Lutheran hymn, um, even like a mighty fortress, but a little folksy. I mean, that would probably be my ideal world. I mean, I love like on banjo? <laughs> like on banjo or steel guitar. Uh, we had a lot of that at Soul Thirst, uh, the church I, I, I served at. Um, Pastor Brimer would, would bring in a lot of cool uh, folksy things, and it was beautiful. We know someone who can play a mighty fortress on banjo. <laughs> Really? Yeah, he works right down the hall here. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so what is, here's a fun one. Um, if you could choose your favorite, vac- what would you say is your favorite vacation? Do you have a favorite vacation spot or or, oh, or type of vacation? Either one. You know, we, my family, we love traveling. And we were debating this because we, we finally got our, our COVID shots and, and we're vaccinated. So we're like, well, let's maybe get out and explore a little bit. And we went to Chicago um, I took the train there, et cetera. And it was, it was awesome, but it just made me love New York city more. <laughs> and I hate this anyone from Chicago. I'm, I'm really sorry. sorry. <laughs> I love big cities, but I, there's something about New York city that I've just fallen in love with. And, and I'll go to other cities, you know, London or Paris. And, and I always just get a, a hankering for New York city. The only other city that I, I think I loved even better. It might be my ideal vacation again is, is Istanbul in Turkey. Um, Western Turkey was the most fun I've ever had. It was so cool. I would do that again in a heartbeat. That might be my favorite if it wasn't New York city. So, wow. <laughs> so how many times have you been to New York city? Oh man. Uh, at least a dozen, probably more. The, the wow. camp I wow. worked at was a, a quick, uh, you know, three hour train ride into the city. <sighs> so oh. we would do that whenever we could. Yeah. 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 My camp time in New York was on the other side of the state, so it wasn't a quick oh, three-hour yeah, train ride. It was much longer. Yeah, <laughs> it's Western New York. So I never made it to the city, which is crazy. Oh, I've been, I've been to awesome. Chicago many times. Went to okay. Concordia University. Oh, don't get me Chicago, wrong; so. I still love Chicago. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Great but. city. All right, so <laughs> you're a vacationer. I think I am. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, it's. I'm going to hand it back over to Sarah for the other one because uh, for another favorites question. I'll let Sarah ask the next one. Okay. So what is your favorite book? And being a seminarian, I imagine you have a lot of books. Man. But do you have a favorite uh, one? Or or maybe even a favorite author. We can we can allow authors too. Okay. Okay. Um I'm trying to remember the name of my favorite book. I'm, making, I'm forgetting it. We're making him sweat on this one. <laughs> well, I I love uh, uh Patrick Rothfuss. Um I, I love sci-fi and fantasy. Um, ah. And there's a series uh, called um, Name of the Wind fantasy series. So it reminds me a lot of uh, Lord of the Rings, that kind of thing. And oh, yeah. That might be my favorite right now. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you an off the wall one because of your background as a teacher. I'm curious if you have a favorite office supply. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> favorite office supply. Oh, man. I've had a lot of fun with, with post-it notes. This is really yes. a psychological evaluation. <laughs> I, I like post-it notes because you can take them and do pixel art on your walls. Oh, like yeah. Do, Mario, that kind of thing. So that, that might be my favorite office supply. That's a weird question. I'm a strange <laughs> <I know>. person. 
<laughs> good, good. Two funny stories about post-it notes. And, oh, yes. Uh, on the walls, office walls. Yeah, pixelating an office wall with post-it notes. We we posted noted you, Andy, during Shareathon one year. One of them, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, someone presented a challenge to the listeners during Shareathon, which, by the way, Shareathon coming up August, or August April August. 22nd through the 24th. <laughs> Um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, April 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Not that far away. Uh, call in and pledge your support during that time, or you can even do it beforehand as well. You can you can find us online at kfuo.org slash shareathon and support KFUO. Um, so during Shareathon, this was a couple of years ago. This has mm-hmm. been like, what, five years now? Uh, Maybe three. Three? It was three or four. It's been a little bit, yeah. So uh, someone uh, challenged the listeners to reach a certain level uh, on the on our uh share that year and if we reached that plateau or that level then the staff would get to um post-it note me like cover me in <laughs> sticky notes it happened it happened it was amazing there pictures <laughs> there i think they're still on the the kfuo facebook page if oh, you go yes. back. there might even be video of it it's yes yeah. i'm gonna have to check that out yeah, it was amazing life-changing um the other one was one time we reached here on, on team kfuo uh, Sarah, who manages our social media, uh, we reached a, a certain level. Again, this has to do with reaching goals, apparently. Um, I, I got a, a Facebook-like stamper, like a rubber stamper. Oh, fun. Yeah. And I think we stamped probably 500 little mini post-its <laughs> and stuck them all over Sarah's cubicle yep. to say congratulations on helping us reach a, a, a milestone on Facebook. It was the little Facebook thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. It was epic. I need that stamp. I she's probably still finding post-it notes with those thumbs up on it all over the. (laughs) uh, So welcome to Team KFUO. You're in the right place, brother. You're among friends very well here. Um, (laughs) Boy, so any let's see other favorites. Movie, Um, movie, movie, movie. You know I. Okay, I'm. You can't see this on the radio, but I'm wearing a a Star Wars shirt, and Uh, this particular shirt I have eight. Eight of them. Wow, <laughs> that's a true fan. I, you know, it's just the most comfortable <laughs> shirt, but it it also shows my obsession with Star Wars. So I would have to say, uh, the original Star Wars trilogy, favorite movies. Um, Goonies is up there too. I like Goonies a lot, um, but Star Wars got to be Star Wars. <laughs> okay, I have to one of you. There is one shirt that's more comfortable than that. What's that? The KFU. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it, they are so soft. <laughs> I love that shirt. <laughs> They are. And, uh, you know, when, when uh, listeners call in to support during share Do they get a t-shirt? They, yeah. Oh, I uh, might support There's them. a certain level. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, it, it, there are various levels of giving. And so listeners can call in and pledge during share to, uh, and they can receive a, a KFUO shirt as a Very thank cool. you. Very so. cool. All right, Sarah, you have another uh, favorite question? I'm actually going to go back to food. I think we can dive into food a little bit more. It's a very broad category. Uh, do you have a favorite ice cream? Oh, wow. That's a great question. I have a favorite <laughs> ice cream place right now. I live next door to a Clementine's. Oh, it's so good. And the Nadia Nice ice cream. And they have a, a bourbon old-fashioned ice cream that is amazing. Mm-hmm. But the gooey butter cake one might be my favorite because I keep <laughs> going back for more and more. Could you put them together? Could you have yeah, a you gooey totally butter could. cake? And oh, I've done that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Oh, you mentioned gooey butter cake. Do you have a favorite St. Louis style food now? Because there's there's several oh. things that you really only get here. 
yeah, St. Louis is a great food city. I don't, why haven't people told me this? Um, the pizza's good. The Prevel's, you know, a little different, but it grows on you. Um, have you Either had- you love it or you don't. Yeah. Yep. Have you had a, a St. Paul sandwich? Do you know no, what that is? I don't so know what that is. It's a St. Louis thing. Yeah. It's only in St. Louis. It's egg foo young on white bread with lettuce oh. and tomato and mayonnaise. And wow. it sounds weird. It's it's surprisingly good. <laughs> I've heard of it before. It's not a huge St. Louis. Not it's not huge. all of St. Louis, like no. not a huge St. Louis County no, but wide it's thing. Only St. Louis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But toasted ravioli, I like that too. I mean, I just like food. So. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, I love food too. So you're among friends, um, and I I do like a lot of St. Louis stuff, but I love a lot of Texas food as well. Yeah, having lived yeah. in Texas for a little while. Also, um, so many mm-hmm. good foods, um, man. Um, all right. So w- any, any other favorites, maybe do you have a favorite verse, favorite Bible verse as we wrap up our time together today? Uh, Jesus wept John 11 verse 35. No, um, <laughs> no <sighs> favorite verse. I know it's like it's, at, uh, all of them, all of that's, them. That's, that's the, all of them answer, not the hymn. <laughs> It's, it's, I'm going to be a little, uh, don't ask a pastor his favorite verse. He likes all of them. I do, but there's something about John three sixteen that I just always go back to, you know, it's just one of those central verses that's overused, but beautiful. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's kind of what that. being a pastor is all about. It really is. Proclaiming that good news that <laughs> what God has come for. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Cleland, for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Welcome to uh, the team here at KFUO. Welcome to the family. Thank you. Good and, to be here. Uh, lo- looking forward to uh, hearing you more on the weekends, the afternoons here at KFUO, and, and glad to have you part of our team. Thank you. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.